Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Redline Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Turpin, joined here by my good friend, my future roommate, uh, as of Friday, Alex Jaworski. Alex, how you doing? Looking forward to our uh, state of living. Uh, I feel fresh, just got a haircut, ready for our uh, big trip. I don't know, or little trip, big trip, I don't know what you really call it, but uh, we're excited. We're ready to roll Friday. Uh, hopefully, the house or apartment will still be there for us. Hopefully, we pick the right one, and uh, hopefully, uh, there's no homeless people living inside. <laughs> uh, we all, all we can do is hope for the best, and uh, th- this episode today and Friday's episode will be the last ones that we're over anchor, and then we'll be getting into the studio. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, if we know how to navigate it, know how to work it. That's the plan. That's the hope. But we'll get into today's episode right now and that is going to be the world series and what was one of the wildest baseball series i think i've seen in a long time from the all the all the drama that that came down on saturday night um with with um the rays walking off and then yesterday you have you have Justin Turner testing positive for the coronavirus in the middle of the game. <laughs> and you have Kevin Cash taking out Blake Snell through when listen to this. He had five and a third pitch, two hits, nine struck out, nine strikeouts. The top three batters for the Dodgers were combined oh of six against him. And I when I was watching this, I'm like, this did not just happen. And I hear Joe Buck, he's like, talk about a short leash. Yeah, yeah. The microscopic leash, one hit. That's his second hit of the game, and they took him out. That he's on a shorter leash than you and I. Yeah, no kidding. Totally bonker series. Excuse you, uh, by the way, but uh, totally bonker series. I mean, it doesn't get any crazier than that. I don't think. I think how we got there was a little crazy. I don't think the outcome with the Dodgers winning four games to do four games to two. I mean, I think anybody. I think 90% of America probably had Dodgers in six. But uh, how we got there was pretty crazy, and how it ended was even crazier with Justin Turner ultimately testing positive or learning of the positive case mid-game, yet still going out to celebrate with his teammates. Um, Blake Snell, I mean, that's the second time this has happened this series. I don't know. I think we're getting a little too over-analytical, a.k.a. Kevin Cash just being a complete mental case. Taking his great pitcher out of the game when they're up a run, mind you, and not having to go to the bullpen, which kind of fizzled out towards the end. I mean, it kind of got them there, but the Dodgers just too good of a team to uh, play bullpen against. But what a crazy ride it was. It was a certainly a great series to watch. I'm sure the viewership was way down either way, but a great, great baseball series to watch. One of, you know, that finally kind of got me into it, and I don't think I picked one game right the whole series. <laughs> and again, I think this was Probably the craziest baseball series I've watched ever, um, and and we'll start we'll start by this. Obviously, the two biggest takeaways from last night, other than the Dodgers winning the World Series, and that no, comes by no surprise to anybody. Once they got once they got Mookie Betts and just adding to that superstar lineup, it was kind of like oh, like this is expected. Um, so we're gonna start here with the two biggest takeaways, and that is Blake Snell getting pulled off. Off one, with one, I can't even put it into words. Like he, I know he you're, really, one you're really beat up over this. 
He like I, I I was shocked. I was like I couldn't believe it. And I found it funny because I don't know if you were listening to the commentators. I don't know. I don't know if you're one of those guys that when you hear Joe Buck, uh, you turn the volume all the way down. But he was saying that the in their meeting with Kevin Cash earlier that day, he was saying the hardest thing would be matching matchups later in the game. So say Blake Snell still pitching well, but he's got a a batter that he thinks someone in the bullpen could pitch better against. And this team has a good bullpen. So it's not the problem. It's just when your pitcher's dealing like that, to take him off off one base hit, it's absurd. No, I, that was, again, completely the wrong move on Cash. you got to ride the hot hand, especially in the playoffs. I get their bullpen's great. That's, a, that's great for them. They go into later innings. But not when your pitcher's only 72 pitches into the game, nine strikeouts, two hits. I, I don't know how many walks he had at that point. But you, you can't get too overzealous there. That's just complete, completely bonkers. And that is just getting too analytical with it. And that's the thing with baseball. A lot of sports now, I mean, specifically baseball, they are just switching to so much analytics. Mm-hmm. At, and, at and, some and, point, we got to get back to the bases. If your pitcher is pitching lights out and has allowed two hits, you leave them in. Right. Uh, they, I, I, I'm speechless, too. I mean, why in their right mind? They're going to a bullpen that the Dodgers, you could say they kind of solved, by the way. Why are they going to the bullpen when the At, at the star, top of the order, might, might I add, when, when they are oh, it's combined 0-6. Yes, at, when their star pitcher is dealing, dealing, I mind you, and they're going to go to the bullpen. Yeah, great. Their Dodgers, the, the Braves bullpen has, ultimately, that's what brought them to the World Series. The Dodgers had nothing to offer against Snell. Literally nothing. He was I, mowing them down, strikeout after strikeout after strikeout. Seven, what, what was it, nine strikeouts? Nine strikeouts. Is there anything that we need to emphasize more there? I mean, seriously. Nine strikeouts, two hits, and 73 pitches through five and a third. He had 73 pitches, so his pitch count was low. It's not like the, not that you have to worry about a pitch count anyway. It's game six of the World Series. You give them, You give everything you got. Especially it's, in a yeah, an elimination game, especially right, and it's not you're not worried about a pitch count, but the fact that he was down, he was only seventy three pitches in. The fact that his pitch count was so low just makes mm-hmm. it even more puzzling, and and semi deep into the game, it's not like it was the third or fourth inning. Right, it was five and a third deep into the game, and, it, and wouldn't that have been a perfect scenario for? I mean, a ground ball, maybe. I mean, he was like I said, I, I keep repeating this, but they were on the top of the order which was a combined 0 for 6 in the game against Blake Snell. And then they open it up right right away. Mookie doubles right down the line. And then they're in business. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the Dodgers, there they are. And this is an offense that you want to play with. Um, obviously, this is one of the best offenses, if not the best offense in baseball. And this is not one that you want to mess around with. And it just, it just blows my mind that analytics can get that involved in the game that you pull your starter – when he's pitching just lights out. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I think that the Rays got to get rid of their whole analytical department, get rid of it and fire Kevin Cash. Cause that might've been the worst decision. Uh, I think ever in maybe in MLB history, other than, um, I mean, this season, other than um, trading Mookie Betts and for, for what? A bag of balls. A bag of balls. I mean, Verdugo played well for us this year, but it's just like that. Manager decision there was probably the worst decision, I think, in baseball history. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I really just don't get it. I mean, you, you can go back 
to uh oh man who was uh who was the Red Sox manager in 03 Francona no it was before no. Francona oh man good great journalists we are but i mean Paul, leaving uh Pedro Martinez in the game against the Yankees ultimately for to hand it off to Tim Wakefield for them to lose in extra innings to you know one of the the year before they break the streak of course but that's bad. That's up there. Snell getting taken out last night. And then even before the last time, I, I, was it Snell that got taken out again a couple, mm-hmm. couple nights before? I mean, I don't know how you <laughs> – fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just total ridiculousness, Total, totally being over-analytical. Just makes no sense. And that's not the only thing that doesn't make sense about this game. Nope, hard to believe. And even this worse. is what Something this is our second worse. topic, and this is probably even worse. Sums this up twenty twenty basically. This sums up twenty twenty in a nutshell. It makes no sense. Just like that, that whole night just left me puzzled. Like I was, I was perplexed. I, I don't get it. I don't understand a thing that happened last night. So I wake up to this article. It says Arlington, Texas. In the oddest of years, this m- most peculiar of baseball seasons, there was perhaps. No more telling snapshot of the United States circa 2020 than a COVID-19 positive man sitting on the ground, maskless, next to a cancer survivor, maskless as well, with inevitable grins spread across their faces. Sports is always um, will be a, medical, a metaphor for society. The Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series on Tuesday night, and then the moments after the world learned that Justin Turner, their third baseman in the pulse of their Clubhouse had contracted the coronavirus. Turner was asked to isolate. He did not abide. He he strode onto the field where his Dodgers teammates were celebrating their 3-1 victory over the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 6, and he joined. He removed his mask to pose from pitchers with his wife, whom he kissed. He planted himself on the ground as the team gathered for a photo. So, he learns. All right, here's my first thing. How is he going to find out that he has a positive test in the eighth inning? Literally. Like, <laughs> that's my first thing. Weren't these guys getting tested? And this comes four days after the MLB reported, like, 54 days without a positive test. They're supposed to be in this bubble environment, yet they have fans in there. They're in a bubble for a reason. Well, they, they didn't mim- not, like, as strict of a bubble that the NBA was in, but they are in a bubble atmosphere that they are in Globe Life Park. That was a host site. They weren't traveling back and forth. So, I, I... I I, I don't, you know, it's not even the fact, like, I don't know what I'm more confused about, whether it was Turner going out and celebrating. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine there's no joy of, especially with Turner. He's the longest tenured Dodger on the team. He, I mean, he's been, been fighting for this his whole life, his whole career. I get it that you want to be out there and celebrate, and it's completely understandable. But for him to just kind of, Next to Dave Roberts, especially, a guy that had Hodgkin's lymphoma 10 years ago. Obviously, he's a survivor. But wouldn't that put him at a little bit of a higher risk? I think that's just selfishness. But, like, I get it. But I'm just like, I, I'm, I don't know what to say between that and how do you get the test back in the eighth inning? What good does that do? No, not, literally nothing. <laughs> already, you already have it, A. And B, I mean, you, you already you already gave it to everybody, hypothetically speaking, whether or not someone actually gets it, because it's so weird. 
It, you're, you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I mean, you can't hide from the virus, a virus, any virus, especially whether or not you have it or not. In his case, he does, but he doesn't know until, you know, whenever, fifth inning, eighth inning, I've heard. So he gets, he gets pulled in the eighth inning. There's no reasoning. And we don't find out until after where the Fox postgame show says, and we have breaking news, Justin Turner tested positive. Right. This, I mean, I thought Rudy Gobert would, might be the last instinct that, like, I felt like, wow, that just happened? Like, like this is it's it? different. Yeah, like, really. This is it? Like, the NFL, like, it's kind of like they're happy. They're coming and going. They're, they're doing their thing. With the MLP, I mean, you're in a bubble. This is what we were expecting for the NBA. Right. And this is exactly what we were expecting. Is uh, Us two – um, we were terribly wrong, obviously, but we thought there was no way that virus didn't get into the NBA bubble. Obviously, they did a great job. And um, and that that's what we were expecting with the NBA. Right. And we caught it with the MLB in the top of the, in the eighth inning of game six of the World Series. I, I don't I, I still don't know how you have a bubble with fans, A, and B, you have a bubble and get COVID. The whole purpose of having a bubble is exactly what a bubble is, is you're inside somewhere where no one else can get in. You're in your own space. Yet someone tests positive? I mean, how the hell does that, how the hell does that happen? How does he get it? Who, who gave it to him? Like, what is going on? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not so much upset at the fact that he got it. Like, everybody's going to get it eventually at this point, and you can't really hide from it. But having a bubble and hiding his positive case until the fifth inning and then taking him out in the eighth, I mean, like, what good does that serve for anybody? He's already with the team. He has I mean, He's at, already at with the team. I mean, I don't know. At that point, why not just let him finish the game? I mean, he's been there for how long? Like, he's been there over two at hours. least two hours yeah, now. Exactly. Like, over two hours. He's been surrounded by these guys. I mean, it just blows my mind. I mean, this – Again, the, this whole night just left me just perplexed. I did not understand a thing about between, like we touched on earlier, Blake Snell, and then how do you get a positive test in the eighth inning? That just makes no sense to nope. me. It just it makes no sense. I mean, who's the one that go? Who do you contact? Like, who do you? Who does this go through? Like, there's a lab call and say, oh, his test was just positive, and then they call the medical staff and they tell him. They tell Dave Roberts, like, how does that work? And then to make it even worse is that he then proceeds to go out and celebrate. Like we said, I mean, you can only imagine the, the, the joy and the, how much you'd want to be out there with your team, especially being there for so long, fighting for so long, coming up short so many times. You'd want to be out there more than anything. And that makes a lot of sense. But at some point, like, somebody's going to say, like, nah, you can't go up like, there. You yeah. can't, that is putting people at your – you know, manager is a, a survivor who is at higher risk, and then he knows he has COVID. He's still kissing his uh, wife. Yeah, I don't know. I like, mean, what is going on? Probably the, he's under the ideal that he was uh, he already had it. A, he was already with his team. He was already in the clubhouse. He was already slapping hands and whatever might whatever else it might be. But ah, uh, jeez, I mean. And then we have so then I read this morning that Mookie Betts and the president of baseball operations for the Dodgers. Both were saying, let him come out, say he's part of the team and he deserves to be out here. And I'm like, this like, is this, is this real? And like, at least if you're going to put him out there, like, can we put him in like a, like a, a hazmat suit, like a, a N95 or a, a face shield, like <laughs> gear him up. 
He's out there with one of the blue masks, like around his beard. He's massless the whole time. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it, this is kind of like the America in a nutshell, like turning the corner. Like, we don't care about a stupid virus anymore kind of deal. It's not stupid, by the way. It's, it's, it's I'm speaking for America in the sense of, you know, just kind of who cares anymore. I mean, the more and more you learn about it, the less and less, you know, dangerous it is if you're any average everyday person with no underlying symptoms, of course. Um, but then we talked about a guy like uh, Dave Roberts. Rykel Armstead from oh, the Jaguars, though. He's a professional athlete. He's been hospitalized twice because of COVID-19, and now he's out the season. So, I mean, if that kind of – that information getting out, I'm like, if some athletes, I don't know, like looking out for their families and stuff, I don't know if that made them a little nervous – I just find it hard to believe that not one person on that on that Dodgers uh, that that celebration was kind of little like well yeah what are we doing like, here eked out by it like what are we doing here and I mean if they wanted him there I mean I guess that's on the, I guess like I mean yeah he's been around you guys the guys have been celebrating all this time I mean the CDC apparently uh, close contact is with less than six feet for more than fifteen minutes I mean plays third base so. I mean, you might be over there on the hot corner. Get the third base coach for the Rays test today, Seth. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I again, this this night just made no sense, and it just sums up the MLB season and 2020 perfectly. And to cap it all off, we get Manfred getting booed, and, and he's talking like he's 30 deep. Oh, he was hammered. He was hammered. Nah, so he's. So we got Manfred. And you so we've got oh, whoa, buddy, whoa. So we've got Manfred hammered, and we've got Turner just tested positive, and he's out there celebrating, and Manfred doesn't even know where he's no. at, and this guy's supposed to be in charge. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. And now they're, they're now they're launching an investigation. What is there to investigate now? I mean, um, like. Uh, hello. He got COVID. He, he, he was out, out there. He got COVID. He got COVID. And he went out there. I mean, what is there to do now? The, the season's over. But yeah, we can't I mean, run it but back. But here's the problem: like, what do you do if that game goes to Game Seven? Uh, you know, they would have been sitting on what two weeks. Somebody, we would have. Somebody could very much look into this and start to string together a nice little conspiracy theory that the MLB told the Rays to take a dive. So they didn't have to push back the World Series and risk pushing it back. All the funds that are, go into it as well. So somebody, well, somebody you know can start I, to I think honestly, about that kind of stuff. I did you read that somewhere? Because I didn't hear that. I, was this? Did, did you just make this up? Off the uh, no, I think someone kind of mentioned it on Twitter as one of the comments. But I will take it as my all right, own. All right, all right. We'll kind of, we'll kind of, we'll give this a little bit of attention real quick because I wouldn't be surprised. Snell's dealing. You supposedly find out in the fifth inning. Snell gets pulled through six and a third. Right when they face the Dodgers top of the lineup. I don't know. They could be on to something, man. They could be on to something. That's freaky. That is freaky. I mean, what? Because you would have been having to sit on two weeks of rest. So you would have waited. They would have finished the game. They had the raise one. You would have had to wait two weeks for one game. Right, somebody's paying the risk. If that's the case, somebody's paying the raise a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, so seriously. I mean, it's something to think about, though. It's I don't know, I don't know. With every the, with 
you've seen the backlash from football, so many postpones. I mean, you saw the Marlins in baseball this year alone. So, obviously, they don't want to do something at the height of the sport, I mean, the World Series, of course. They don't want to have to do any of that baloney. So, I don't know. Something to think about there. So, what? If you, so, if you go two weeks – so, yesterday was the 27th. If we go two weeks from the 27th, they'd be looking at November 10th to finish the For World one Series. game. And they'd most likely – have to stay there and quarantine in their hotels. Uh, I, I mean, it might not take too much convincing. Obviously, the Rays fought for this World Series, too, to get their all season. Uh, but if they're getting enough money and they're like, all right, we don't want to sit here. You're giving us enough money. I mean, it could be something to think about. And I'm not saying I, I totally buy it, but, man, like, that doesn't sit in the back of my head. It's something to think about. That's it. And there's nothing to it. absolutely is. Uh, I don't know. Take a dive. It gives me chills. Yeah. Gives me chills. That's crazy. I didn't even think about football. That. It's you know, it's like the like soccer World Cup a few years ago. I mean, they was it was literally fixed. It was fixed. So it's been done in sports before. So let's not turn a blind eye to that whole uh, situation. MLB is like, all right, you know, the Dodgers have been cheated. They kind of like, let's give them this, and they. I don't know. There's a lot of components that go into it. And do I really think it's that far fetched? Not at all. Especially not during these crazy times we're living in now. I believe anything yeah, right true. now. <laughs> if you give yep. me a reason, if you can, if you can present me enough evidence, yeah, I'll, if I'll buy it. You're crazy enough right now. You'll definitely yeah. believe anything that's sold to you. But with everything's going on, election wise, literally, election like wise, anything COVID is possible wise, right now. Just how weird everything has been this year. I don't know what to no, believe me anymore. And then to, to be honest with you, that's really. I'm glad you brought that up because that that's gonna keep me up tonight. I, I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that, and that's kind of that was kind of good that you brought that up on the spot, and we were able to kind of dissect that a little bit. But man, that is freaky sure stuff. Is. I, I'd be a little worried. And, I, and like again, again, I, it's something like it's really not that nope. far fetched. Just the time, the timeline of everything. I mean, hmm. and the fact that they knew about it in the fifth supposedly, and he stayed until the eighth, and. Blake Snell gets pulled in between those. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I might be crunching the keys tonight. Anyway, we just gave you guys a reason to stay up and uh, think about that. And let us know. Let us know what you think. I mean, and if you got any more evidence, shoot, shoot is it, it our Is way. it that far-fetched? That's, that's, our, that's what you have to base your whole argument over. Is it, it, how crazy Just is like it? every conspiracy theory. you got to keep an open mind with conspiracy yeah. theories. And you gotta, you got to just... That's why it's a conspiracy theory. It's a theory. It's not, it, this will never be proven. This will never, ever, no. ever be proven. I mean, it, it, if yeah. you start to look into it, though, for real, though, see what this, this whole quote-unquote investigation has to say. Because it could be pretty damning what they come up with. Just saying. And what are they even – well, they're investigating Justin Turner's actions, so I don't know if that means prior to testing COVID, how he got COVID, or – the fact that he just blatantly went out and celebrated knowing he had COVID. I don't know. I don't know. And it's definitely something to think about. And, uh, man, that's, that's yeah, some freaky I mean, stuff. I didn't mean to take over the whole podcast or anything. But let's not take away from the Dodgers' uh, uh, very, very great run this year. I mean, oh, man. I mean, no one stopped them. The Rays, I mean, Kevin Cash lost that game for them. Uh, simple, simple enough. Absolutely. If yeah, it wasn't well, thrown, he absolutely did. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He absolutely did. Did it lose could, could, um, could, could again. quite have possibly lost two games for him. 
And the Dodgers break their 32 years of no championships. So congratulations to them finally getting over the hump. Um, no, no cheating as we know of yet. Uh, that seems to come out a little bit later anyway. But the Dodgers, they get it done, and they're here to stay for a little while. And I want to give a special congratulations to Clayton Kershaw. Uh, he pitched well this postseason. Hasn't been the same story for the rest of the postseason in the past, but he finally got his World Series ring. And, you know, Clayton Kershaw, I mean, he's one of the best to do it. So congratulations to him. He got the King's approval, LeBron James. LeBron James wants a parade with massive course when it's safe to do so. Okay, LeBron. LeBron. Wants a parade with both teams. Okay, That's what LeBron. he wants. Uh, so we're so we're gonna give it to him because LeBron <laughs> said so. That's my guy, but LeBron said so, yep. so we're gonna do it. Uh, I, I I better. I hope to God LA doesn't do that because that city will burn to the ground if they have a double. Oh, parade. absolutely. I mean, that if you're if you want like a COVID super spreader, like if you want like an atomic bomb of COVID cases, That's there it. you go. Have a mix. Have a mixed parade. Woo, it's over. That that'll be. Have Justin it's, Turner it, show up too. Be like, oh man, look out! It, it, it'll yeah, be no. over. J.R. Smith, you, you're not going to contain nope. him on a especially float. with no shirt. Uh, I feel uh, like uh, particles uh, are more no. easy to spread when you <laughs> have a, no shirt on too. So, in oh, a bottle oh, of Henny, not look stopping out. him. Not a chance in hell. Oh, man, L.A. Good for L.A. Finally back on the map. But don't be crowning yourselves as a city of champions. You don't got that just yet. You win two titles, and that's something we've been doing here for a little bit, a little yeah, bit longer. Yeah. So you know you're not quite there yet. So don't get too crazy. So don't get yeah, don't get too crazy. Stop saying city of champions. Uh, I know, I know, like in that, a lot of people saying they did it for Kobe, which is great, and I love the Mamba, rest in peace. But you guys are not the city of champions just yet. They're gonna be good teams for a little while. They're gonna be the teams to beat, uh, especially Mookie sitting on that big deal. Uh, the Dodgers lineup's just too good. And all you said, Lakers, AD opting out to come back. So as long as LeBron and AD are playing, as long as Mookie Betts, uh, Bellinger, Seager, all of them are together, LA's going to be the teams to beat. So I'm not going to crown them the city of champions yet. It's going to take a couple more, but they definitely have the potential How to How could you that. forget the GOAT coming back next year for the Dodgers too? Yes, sir. David Price, Mr. Carpal mm-hmm, Tunnel himself. Mm-hmm. I don't play video games so it, that much, David Price. So they get the GOAT back. The GOAT getting his second ring, and he contributed absolutely nothing, similar right. to the first one. Just kidding. No, just kidding. He pitched well for the Red Sox when they won the World Series. But the GOAT is back. Uh, Dodgers future, man. They're looking bright. They got they got them locked up for a little while, and as long as, like I said, as long as they have that offense, Kershaw's still got a couple of years. They, they're going to yes, be the sir. team to beat. But that'll just about do it for today's episode. Alex, you want to go ahead and Yes, plug be your sure socials? to follow me on Instagram at Alex Jaworski underscore. Let me know if my conspiracy theory is a little too crazy or if I'm uh, kind of hitting it right on the head. Yeah, and be sure to follow the Redline page at Redline Sports 617 on Instagram and at Redline Sports on Twitter. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Justin.Turpin again. Any other evidence, shoot us our way. We love to hear your thoughts. Always appreciate the continued support. And we are looking forward to our next chapter, which we start on Friday. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully we know how to navigate the studio, give us a couple of lessons. Um, Alex, you want to go ahead and sign it off on your Absolutely. signature saying? The cherry on top, as always, be sure to stay safe. Keep wearing those masks. And don't forget to keep it, unlike Justin, uh, unlike Justin Turner, 
going to say Justin Turpin. Justin Turpin does, in fact, keep his mask over his nose and his mouth. Take care, everybody.